afternoon, Raleigh, North Carolina. This is Packers Live Sports Show with Benjamin Denton and John Hinton. And we're coming at you live from the WKNC studios on the beautiful, awesome, amazing, fantastic campus of North Carolina State University on 88.1 WKNC HD1 FM, Raleigh. Oh yeah, I'm Benjamin Denton. I'm John Hinton. We are absolutely stoked, thrilled, ecstatic to be coming at you live on one of the premier college radio stations in the nation, keeping you up to date with the latest and the greatest with all the NC State sports. John, how's it going on this fantastic Friday 1st of February? That's going all right, Benjamin. How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing actually really good. It's good fact, to hear. <laughs> I, could, I could say I've never been better. Yeah. You got, did you have something happen last night? I did. Yeah. Well, had a couple you, things. Why don't you tell us about it? I'm a couple all ears. Things. All ears. I turned 21 last night. Oh, congratulations. Which the kids say is a big deal. Yeah. I've heard it's a big deal. The kid, you're no longer a kid. Exactly. Yeah. That's my so, point. I, yeah. I was able to go to an establishment. Yeah. Legally purchase no, alcohol. No more Happy Meals. Yeah. Bro, I never liked the Happy Meals even when I was a kid. It's a ripoff. It's too, yeah, it's it's not enough food. Dollar menu. Definitely. Dollar D- menu. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Dollar menu is four where it's chicken Mc, uh chicken mini, not chicken minis. McChickens, uh, dude. McChickens, yeah. McChickens are where it's I'm at. Thinking Chick-fil-A. Yeah. McChickens are where it's at. But anyway, that's what happened. I turned 21, had a party at my place, and uh I also got engaged. Yeah. Congratulations, this is not news man. to John. John's one of my best friends. He was <laughs> yeah. there, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course I was there. Yeah. But I got engaged to the love of my life, Erin, and I've been dating her for uh, two years and seven plus months, mm-hmm. and uh, I finally uh, popped the question because, you know, I got to lock that down, you know? Yeah. You can't, yeah. can't let something like that get away. Also, as if there's not enough cool stuff happening, it's my dad's birthday today, so happy birthday, yeah, Dad. big 50, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's old, man. He's old. Something else. Not as old as my dad. <laughs> oh, Dang. Yeah, hey, that's just facts. Hey, sorry, Mr. Hinton. Nah. Sorry, I try, I try, I tried to keep keep him honest. But, <laughs> you know, he already had to, he had to, to go throw your dad under the bus like that. But mm, yeah, right now, my dad, it's my dad's day to be old. Yeah, you know. Anyway, yeah, it's his day to be old. I like that. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going home tonight. So then we're gonna do some stuff. So yeah, in case you didn't catch that, my birthday is literally the right, the day right before my dad. So that's a thing that happens every year, obviously. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have thrown my party on a Friday night, but like I'm Which, going home for my it, dad's It's kind of funny because the the two guys on part of my take, their birthdays are January 30th and January 31st, and then yours is 31st and your dad's is the first. It's just, I don't know, it's just weird. Do you know what that makes me think I should do? Back-to-back birthdays, interesting. I should kick you off the show and then do the show with my dad. What do you think? Thoughts? You'd be talking the whole time. I would. My dad, <laughs> my dad is a really, he's a very quiet yeah. man. He doesn't, he doesn't say a lot. Yeah, so. it'd, be, it'd be a one-person show. Hey, that sounds great. Yeah. I think I'm doing it. Yeah, I should do that, too. I could actually have a good show. <laughs> wow. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, what's on the docket for today's uh, show, John? We got, um, we're going to talk about Debbie Yao, what she's meant to, you know, the program of NC State Athletics as a whole, uh, men's soccer, men's tennis, swimming and diving, uh, both basketball teams doing pretty well right now. And, of course, a lot of the Super Bowl and a lot of NBA as the trade deadlines uh, coming down to the wire. But first, of course, we start with the non-revenue sports, uh, which includes uh, Debbie Yell's retirement. Yeah, obviously, for those of you that have followed our show, you know, we talk about 
all the sports, mm-hmm. not just football, not just basketball, like a lot of people talk about. And that's the main, my main thing of WL's legacy because um, last year, every single fall sport made the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. And we have every oh, single yeah. program is on well, the rise. postseason, not necessarily the tournament. Well, postseason, yeah, yeah. postseason, because yeah. different sports have different right. tournaments. But, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, she's been um, arguably, I think, very, more than arguably, like, uh, the best athletic director we've ever had. I can't really think of, you know. I mean, we have never had this much success all around as a sport, as a school, in terms of athletics. Uh you know, with her sister being uh, one of the winningest coaches mm-hmm. in women's basketball history, and her, you know, carrying on that legacy, making some great hires. Uh, oh yeah, obviously Dave Doran. You know, he's done a great job with the football team. Kevin Keats, mm-hmm. which uh, I mean, you know, I mean Archie didn't want to come here, but that doesn't mean that you know we still like didn't make the right decision. Yeah, which, and everyone sees those guys, but what about, you know, Kyle Spencer, who's the second-year head coach for the tennis, and they just had a huge upset. Oh, or, yeah. Uh Centro for the um, – mm-hmm. that's the women's soccer coach, I think. And then um, yeah. I forgot the and name And, I mean, Braden Holloway's coach. been a great hire for the swimming swim team. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been there for a while. But, uh, you know, just allowing him to develop the program to the point where we're, like, a top five, top ten program consistently for the past six mm-hmm. years. It's just – I mean, and you look at I mean, cross-country, too. Yep. You know, like uh, Coach Hennis, she's done a terrific job. I think three straight ACC championships three, for the women's cross three, country. Yeah, three straight ACC championships for women's. Um, we do have a new athletic director, though. I'm really excited for him. Uh, his name's Boo Corrigan. Scary. It's a That's a dope name. Boo Corrigan. That's probably the most unique name I've ever heard. Type. Yeah, I mean, K. Yow's a pretty unique name. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, I don't think that'll be topped. But um, he was... Uh, the athletic director for Army at West Point, mm-hmm. and um, you know had a lot of success. Army had a terrific season in football. Honestly, you know they beat Navy, obviously, which is a big thing for them. I think that's their only qualifier for having a good season. Yeah, from, but they, if you they, ask them, they did go eight and four, and they did win a bowl game by about forty points. So good season overall. Um, I have a quote from uh, Navy's lacrosse coach, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Alberici. He said. This is such a home run for NC State, who's a great leader, has a terrific vision for the athletic program. Our loss will be NC State's gain. Nice. Yes. Very That's excited. Good to see. And, of course, you know, we also mm-hmm. got uh, Kevin Keats from, oh, yeah. uh, from Hargrave Military Academy. Exactly. Like, he wasn't there right yeah. before, but that's, that's where he N- came NC from. NC State's just becoming another, you know, military school. But, yeah, Boo Corrigan, he's uh, 52 years old, taking over for Debbie Yao on May 1st. Uh, agreed to, you know, a contract for yeah, five I years. Um, I had missed that Debbie I was retiring. So when I saw the headlines that we have a new athletic director, I was like, what, yeah. what are we doing? What happened? Yeah. De- Debbie, yeah, probably has the best, uh, like, Twitter of all time. It's just, like, biggest state fan is her at. Like, that's so awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. But that's she, pretty cool. Debbie Yao will be very missed. Uh, welcome to Boo Corrigan. You know, we think he's going to do a great job, continue the success. In like you know everything that we're doing right now, <laughs> including this show, of course, including covering this all show. these sports, yeah, which leads me to we're the main reason, yeah, exactly. Yes. I, I definitely would give us all the credit for sure, at least forty percent of the credit. Oh, no, police 45. credit, police credit, pack his life sports show, police credit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the first non-revenue sport we're going to talk about is we have a very brief, but no, not not less that it's amazing. I'm saying just because it's brief, that doesn't mean it isn't amazing. Yeah, Manny Perez 
is going pro. He is leaving NC State soccer. Yeah, he's signing with Celtic FC in the Scottish Premiership, currently on loan to North Carolina FC. Now, I'm going to be honest, I don't understand a lot of uh, international soccer and clubs from other countries. I do know that on loan means that they are paying his contract. They're in affiliation that NCFC gives them some assets in return. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like uh, they're letting him play. But I think it's cool. Still gets to play in Raleigh. He can finish his career with NC State, start his pro career. Yeah, I think he went to Garner High School, if I'm not mistaken. He did go to Garner High School, yeah. So So pretty local. Able to play for the professional team in North Carolina. Celtic FC is like the best name I've ever heard. Team. It's also one of the best teams in the uh, Scottish Premiership as well. They're currently in yes. first place, and they've won forty nine uh, yeah. league, league titles. Yeah, they're yeah forty nine league titles. Uh, anyway, as uh, Premier League fans would say, it's a farmers league, but it's a it's a good league to graduate players to the next level. And I think that's what we're going to see with Manny. I think he's going to get to the Premier League someday. He's got that kind of talent. He's got uh, a lot of height as well as speed. He's got, he's got a lot of height as well as speed. Exactly. Um, you know, kind of a. Luis Suarez type. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun to watch. Fun to watch his development. Yeah, and what a great thing for ACC soccer as well. Oh, yeah. To show how great that is. Another great thing for ACC soccer. <laughs> no, it was, um, I saw some quotes from uh, the head coach, Greg Kiffers, and he was talking about, like, yeah, now we can get top talent. Mm-hmm. It's coming into the ACC because if you're going to play in the United States, yeah. this is where you need to be playing. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it helps the United States soccer as a whole. Like, oh, for I mean, sure. Obviously, our women's team, you know, they dominate. They win the World Cup. They're probably going to win the World Cup next year. Mm-hmm. but uh, Or this year. Wow. Uh, yeah, they're probably going to win the World Cup this year. But, uh, you know, the men's team, lacking, obviously. Our, our best player has a lot of potential, but we really don't have that much talent to develop. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I mean, you know, Manny, who knows how good he could be. I mean, he's been on the U20 national team. Yeah, like college soccer and pro soccer are very different. You know, he could rise to the ranks. He could get to the Premier League. He could be, you know, on the national team. Yeah, I mean, playing he in the World had Cup one day. statistically a down year for us. You know, freshman year's uh, Which second is wild. team. Yeah. yeah <laughs> second team All-ACC, uh, freshman of the year. And then last year, he scored, I think, three goals and was third team All-ACC. But still, like you pointed out, the difference in the game. Like, he, his play style mm-hmm. could translate way better in a professional uh, league than it does in college. Yeah, he's very athletic. He's, you know, he's going to be able to take the hits, especially in a league like the Scottish Premiership. Mm-hmm. It's not like, like the Premier League, you know, soccer has a reputation for flopping. Like, if you go watch a college soccer game, they're not flopping. If you not go as watch, much. Not, not as, as much. much, but, I mean, any sport will flop. But uh, if you go to, like, you know, Scottish Premiership, like a smaller league than the Premier League, you know, these guys are busting their butts to get to the top league. They're not going to be wasting their time flopping. Yeah. You know, they're going to be getting stronger stuff. I think... Yeah, I think his game translates. That's like you my said. least favorite thing about soccer. Yeah, you know, I don't mind flopping to get a call. Really, that's your least favorite thing. Yeah, but don't hmm. don't lay on the ground like you're injured to get yeah. a call. Just it's it's like crying wolf. Yeah, like we, what if you're really hurt? Now you got people yelling at you because you faked your well, last that's three what the refs, injuries. That's what the refs do. They they you know they cover they throw a large blanket on all the calls and pretend they're all injuries. So. Yeah, we should go through every sport and say what we like the least. We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Different but day though. Soccer, soccer, definitely. That's my yeah. least favorite thing. Just, I love watching yeah. soccer. Just to say uh, a few of Manny Perez's accolades, which I mean, he's only he's going to be a junior next year, right? Yeah, but he's yeah. not going to be able to play for us, right? Yeah, obviously, but still, I mean, he's very young. But uh, made twenty eight starts, uh, twenty nine official matches. That tells you something. Uh, he scored six goals and nine assists with the Wolfpack. Named ACC Freshman of the Year and second team All ACC at the end of the 2017 season. Only the second 
NC State player to ever earn the honor of being the top freshman in the league. He was third team All ACC honors last season. He did miss some of the season though. Yeah. So being called up for the U twenty national team on yeah. both our games versus number one Wake Forest. Yes. Great clutch there. Definitely. For Wake. Yeah. It didn't help his All ACC selections, but don't think it really matters. So best of luck to Manny. That's all we got for men's soccer. Uh, probably check back in. You know when their season starts again. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to men's tennis. We uh, opened the year with a couple of wins and a doubleheader on the weekend where we did not drop a set. Mm-mm-mm. And we followed that up with falling to 24th-ranked Michigan 4-1 to after starting the match off losing the doubles point. Yeah, Alexis Gallardo, he earned the pack's only point uh, of the match against Michigan. So. Later on in the week, we had a huge upset. The biggest oh, yeah. win for tennis ever uh, since Kyle Spencer has taken over a head coach as we upset mm-hmm. number 12 in the country, Georgia, who is... Traditionally, a very good tennis school. Oh, yeah. And we upset them 4-3 to three for our highest-ranked win under Kyle, Sp- Kyle Spencer. Yeah, Georgia led 3-2, to two, so we had to win the last two singles matches to do it. Alexis Gallardo, you know, our our clutch guy, our go-to guy, he found himself in a three-set battle with 15th-ranked Emil Reinberg, and Gallardo broke his serve on deciding point to clinch the match with his 7-5-4-6-6-4 win. That's the highest-ranked player that Alexis has defeated in his NC State career. Big moment for him, big moment for the program. Um, ben, why don't you go over the doubles results? Doubles results, we did get the doubles point, obviously, which turned mm-hmm. out to be the difference in this match. Gallano and Ogden picked up one of the wins, and then we uh, lost the next set. The Sevelchik brothers fell in the doubles, and then Georgi Malashev and Tadis Babalis also clinched the doubles point for us. A reminder that the doubles, uh, while we play three sets, uh, it's best of three, and mm-hmm. the winner gets one point. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. the rest of the six points in the tennis match are given. Um, That's my the, least favorite thing about tennis. Yeah, I wish there was more emphasis on the doubles point. Again, yeah, agreed. The, we're both outsiders. We didn't. I didn't play tennis. I don't yeah. know about you. I don't know if you played. Uh, I mean, I played wall ball. <laughs> Does that count? No, ping pong. Are you good at ping pong? No. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I'm not good either. So maybe I'm, we can I'm, play some. Yeah, pong. I should be good, but I'm not. Now, every time some of my friends are uh, way a lot better than me. A like, lot better like than Forrest me. Forrest Gump good um not Forrest Gump good but yeah, nobody is that's true it's a legend <laughs> that's very true very true. other NC State uh tennis players to pick up wins were several chick in the singles as he defeated Robert Leo but Georgia and then Georgie Malashev also picked up a singles point and those are the four points that we got for a very very big 4-3 win over 12th ranked Georgia for men's yeah. tennis speaking of big wins NC State had another big win over Virginia in swimming and diving uh, it was a record-setting day for the Wolfpack. Uh, Virginia was number 15, I think, in men's and women's mm-hmm. uh, team, uh, both w- men's and women's teams before this. NC State, obviously, top 10 in both. Um, just going to recap some of the swims. Uh, Kylie Aylands, she's a freshman. She once again led the Wolfpack women in scoring. She uh, led a sweep of the butterfly on Saturday and took ownership of the top time in program history in that event. With a 157, she also picked up a win in the 100 butterfly with a 52.93. All I got to say. Eric Knowles dominated the distance event, uh, picking up where Anton Ipsen left off, taking first place in the 1,000 and the 500-yard freestyle events. He swam the pack's fastest 1,000 freestyle of the season to pick up a dominating win in 9 minutes, 2 seconds, and he won the 500 as well. With a 423, that is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. How ridiculous? Absolutely ridiculous. That is all I got to say. Kylie Perry, uh, another 
a terrific performer. She swept the sprint freestyle events for the third time this season. She reset her own pool record in the 50 freestyle last weekend and yet again bested her own time in, in the event with a 22-10. She clocked a pool record of 48 in the 100-yard freestyle. 22-10? Yes. You were out last week, obviously, and I did this yeah. show with Cody. She mm-hmm. set a pool record last week. Yeah. Now she's the next week, the next meet. Yeah. She's setting another pool record. I think by the end of the season, I mean, we're talking, you know, these are dual meets at in the middle of the season mm-hmm. in January and February. Uh, at the end of the season, she could probably go 21-6, maybe 21-7, 21-8. I think 21-6 is the fastest she could go. But uh, just don't be surprised if, you know, at the end of the season, she has broken 22 seconds in the 53. That's insane. Absolutely insane. Absolutely uh, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous, Andreas Mazias, uh, probably or definitely one of the most decorated swimmers in NC State's history. In he the country. Up, in the country, too, yeah. Uh, picked up multiple, well, in the country. He's from Greece. Well, like right now, he's yes, swimming very, in America. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what right. I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Uh, he led the pack he, uh, in the podium sweep of the 200 fly, meaning that we swept the men's and women's 200 fly. That's our thing. We win the backstroke. We win the butterfly. We win the freestyle. And the relays. And the, well, we win everything. But when it comes, like, comparing to other top, top programs, that's where we're going to pick up our wins. But uh, Vizias, he got a NCAA B cut with a 144. He also won the 200 back with a 145.66, once again leading a Wolfpack sweep, which uh, it's funny because uh, usually Butterfly is slightly slower than Backstroke, but Mm -hmm. his Backstroke is slightly slower than Butterfly, just showing how how dominant he is in the event. Still, you know, winning the Backstroke, and Mm -hmm. he's just, like, crushing his times on Butterfly. So a sweep is getting one, two, and three on the podium. Yes, all the points. Wow. Yeah, and that's actually at any any swimming level, it's called a sweep when you get one, two, and three because those are all the points. Like summer swimming, a sweep is one, two, three. High school, club college obviously in the olympics <laughs> yep and for the women uh we saw another pool record for a 100 meter backstroke 100 mm-hmm. yard backstroke as elias han said it with with a time of 52.86 oh my god emma muzzy <laughs> had a pool record for the 100 yard backstroke last weekend was mm-hmm. edged by han but she had her name in the record books in the 200 yard backstroke as she won the event with a pool record of 154 Point thirty-eight. Yeah, pool records getting set uh, left and right, including Sophie Hansen. She added a pool record in the 100-yard breaststroke, breaking one minute with a 59.77. And she also won the 200 breaststroke with a 2.10.53. Bro, I'm imagining this is hilarious because this is at Virginia. So, no, it's a home meet. Is it a home meet? Yeah, I was there. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. I thought it was at mm-hmm. Virginia. No. Nah. It would. It was funnier if we were if like their wall had all our pool records oh, on yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's what happens sometimes, especially that's, when you swim, like, like Oklahoma. I'm I sure, really like, this was all, all their pool records are Texas on the wall. It's got to stink. But, <laughs> Speaking of Texas. Yeah. No, it was cool, though, because, like, it was a club swim day. So, like, a lot of club teams were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my team that I, I coach with was there. It's pretty fun. Well, unfortunately, it was the last home meet of the season, so no more. But yeah. You were able to go to the last one. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, got to see Coleman Stewart swim. Who, uh, you know, did He's well ridiculous. in the fifty? He's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, won the fifty yard free, hundred yard free, and the hundred backstroke. Uh, he entered with the fastest ACC backstroke time uh, for the hundred, 
won the event in 46-2-9, which is not his personal record, but still. Yeah, that's yeah. only like a second behind what he won the national championship with last year. Exactly, and yeah. And that's what, mid, it's now February. Mid-season dual meets, yeah. Uh, Kobe Garcia, he earned his first individual win of the season with a 20.03 50-yard freestyle time. Justin Rest picked up a win of the 100 free with 43.72. Kobe Garcia could absolutely break, or he will break 20 seconds in the 50 free. Uh, by the end of the year, he'll be at national championships. I think pretty unreal. Off the top of my head, I think Held still has the school record. Oh yeah, Ryan Held still has the like eighteen school record. six eight or something like that. I believe so. And the homie down in Florida, Dressel, is like a seventeen six. Dressel five. got a seventeen eight nine. Yeah, it's yeah, that's the world record for fifty yard. That's that's subhuman. That's subhuman. Like that's just extra. Like that's extra. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just insane. Subhuman means below you, but. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean. <laughs> Final like, score, NC State 185, uh, Virginia 100 on the men's side. NC State 167, Virginia 127 on the women's side. Up next, we have a meet today against Texas oh, yeah. and Arizona. And tomorrow. In Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. So in yeah. case you didn't know. Texas, top five team, both sides. I think they won the national championship last year. They did. They yeah. beat us. Yep. I mean, we finished fourth, but yeah. still. We were the second highest swimming <laughs> score, though. If you looked at just yes. our swimming scores, because yes. we didn't get do- points from our divers. Yeah. but um, I think that, that's going to that, change this year, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh, for sure. Yeah, our 100%. diving program's on the way up. Uh, Yaya's done a great job, obviously. I talked with uh, one of the assistant coaches in the bench, and he was like, yeah, we're, we're getting a lot better. We're not going to drag the swimming down anymore. Bro, that is, um, that's good to hear. Very good. We might have a shot at the national championship. Oh, we definitely have a shot. Yeah, we might have a shot to, yeah. Because I think that's where... It's going to be fun. That's where you can get the edge because, like you said, swimming, people are going to swim their times most of the time. Mm-hmm. So there's not as many upsets when you get in that top five. That's why in swimming rankings, those rankings hardly ever change. And there's also so many swimmers yeah. on the team. You know, there's like... And there's a lot of people that are just waiting for a chance. Like, I mean, a lot of the... We only talk about the top finishers because we only have an hour. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's so many other swimmers on the team that are, like, half a second, one second behind. And, you know, I mean, Stace just cleaning up second and third place. We got people ready to step up. We're not going to get upset. Yeah, but with diving, I think, you know, a diver can have just a meet. He can just have a flawless meet because exactly. they're capable of it. Yeah. And next thing you know, we might be national champions. You never know. Yeah. It's going to be fun to watch. Actually, now, because before I hated that diving was counted with swimming, mm-hmm. but now when I look at it from that perspective, I kind of like it a little bit. It's not I as so. fair, but it's kind of like um, giving an automatic bid to teams that weren't as good in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. It adds an element of excitement to it. I think it's, it's kind of cool. I guess so. It's kind of like track and field, making them the same thing, you know, like uh, running and throwing mm-hmm. and jumping. I never really liked all that, but I understand why it was together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because cause I, I did uh, I did discus throw a couple times in high school. And really? It was like, Were you it's, did? It's just a, no. It was, it was just a completely different sport. We didn't have javelin. Interesting fact, uh, North Carolina, javelin is illegal. Because, Wait, what? Yeah, javelin is illegal as a sport because uh, somebody died in, like, early 2000s because of a bad throw. How does that happen? How does that work at our, at our track meets? Um, high school. Oh, high school. I'm sorry, yeah. Okay. High, high school. school. Yeah, like the state of North Carolina didn't outlaw it. Outlaw it. NCHSAA outlawed it. So they so don't they, have it in any And private other. schools, too. Okay. So, yeah, which stinks because, you know, I had a good arm. I would have been good at it. 
I think so. I believe you. I believe yeah. you. I've seen you throw a football. Very true. Yeah, that's why I have shoulder issues. <laughs> and wrist issues. Oh, yeah. And just being good at sports issues. Getting x-rays. And with that, we're yeah. going to take it. No, I'm just yeah. Getting x-rays on Wednesday, though, for my bone spur in my hand. Nice. I'd show you a picture, but it's the radio. No, I see I see it in front of me. I'm good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, it's, it's really cool, actually. I'm glad you think it's cool, John. I definitely, I know it's cool. It tells me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a song break. This is a song I think selected, we need to. <laughs> selected from uh, last week's host, uh, Cody. This is called Keep the Wolves Away by Uncle Lucius. Packers Life Sports Show, Benjamin Denton, John Hinton. That was Keep the Wolves Away by Uncle Lucius. I'm very glad Ben played me that song because now I'm going to listen to everything they got. Well, I wish I could take credit, but that was Cody's selection. Thank you, Cody. Thank you for doing a good job filling in for me last week and for picking that song. Bro, that song was so amazing. The double whammy. That was an Most awesome of the time song. when we go on break, um, we still play the song, but me and John will talk about what we're going to talk about next. And uh, yeah, we couldn't check our phones. We couldn't. Song was too good. It was too good. I had to. I had to add it on Spotify. But we got a lot more for you. We got a lot of basketball. We're not taking another song break. We're going for uh, now twenty-eight straight we're minutes. We're going for it all. We're going for it all. 28 minutes, baby. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about women's basketball uh, because I didn't get to talk about it on the show. I think that's a perfect thing to talk about. See what I did there? Wait, okay. Perfect. Oh, yeah, you're right. Perfect record. Perfect record. Yeah. But what I was going to say, I didn't get to talk about it last week, obviously, because I, you know, had to work. But going to the game against Virginia Tech, this team is really good. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you could look at the record and say that, but... I think just, you could, yes. I think <laughs> you very well could. An astute observation, John. Yeah, but I, from a... <laughs> shut up. From a basketball... <laughs> I hate you, man. I'm sorry. From, That's not even funny. I don't know why I'm laughing at from that. From a basketball standpoint, uh, this team is, like, very good at handling adversity. Like, in the second half... I mean, this game... I mean, obviously, it was, like, almost two weeks ago. But in the second half, nobody could really buy a bucket. Mm-hmm. But Kiara Leslie kind of took over the game, just like, you know, we've seen Markel do. But um, it was still a team game. It wasn't like she was hogging the ball, you know. Like, the whole team realized collectively, and obviously Westmore realized, um, we got to get her the ball. She's feeling it. She's feeling it, exactly. She hit a step back that had me, like, on the ground. Like, she broke Bro. my ankles, and Bro. I was in the stands. <laughs> yeah. Man. She's a nasty player. Yes, really fun she to watch. Is. She's so good. Anyway, <laughs> that was uh, the one. I just, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I finally got to go to a game. I'm going to go to the UNC game on Sunday. Oh yeah, that's right. What? Uh, two o'clock in Reynolds. Twelve o'clock. Twelve o'clock in Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, it might be two o'clock. It's either or. I'm going to check it out because the men's game is at twelve o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, you're right. It's two o'clock game, which means that I can still watch Super Bowl later. You can watch it's a good Sunday. two and a half hours of pregame. Are you a pregame guy with Super Bowl? Definitely not. I used to be. Now I'm just like, all right, I don't I know what I know more than everybody talking right Wow. Now. So, wow. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. I just I don't have time anymore. But um NC State, you know, they have had some other games since we had a show. They haven't lost. Still haven't lost. Uh had a matchup with Georgia Tech on Sunday, uh last Sunday. Sixty eight sixty win. Close game throughout, but I mean, we outscored them by two, one, or three points every single quarter. Mm-hmm. So you know, it evens out to eight point differential. Uh, Alyssa Kanane had a great game, 
17 points on eight made shots. She's a insanely good post player. Absolutely. And she's only a freshman, and she's uh, one of the most efficient players that I've seen. She's like... like Put Wyatt, up the numbers that she she's puts like Wyatt up. Walker, except like she does one on one post moves. Do you yeah, know? she's an offensive Wyatt Walker. Yeah, we'll put it that way. Because Wyatt Walker just makes smart plays. Yeah, most I mean, of the time. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Wyatt Walker because he had a great game against Virginia. But um, I mean, yeah, like she's she's very efficient. She never really turns the ball over. She, she doesn't, doesn't take bad shots. About to say that. Yeah, yep. yeah, dude, we're on the same page. Same thought. Uh, Kara Leslie had sixteen as well. Uh, you know, still have the best record in the nation, obviously. We'd be talking about it already, but we won again at Wake Forest last night with a 59-50 to win. That was 23 points from Leslie. So yeah. 23 out of 59 points. Jordan. Yeah, that yeah, Jordan. What? <laughs> 23. Oh, I thought you were just saying another person's name and it took me a second. <laughs> it took me no, a second. 23. Yeah. Still the only undefeated team in the country. That was at Wake Forest, by the way. It was at Wake Forest, which is somewhere that the men can't win. Yep. But the women can, obviously. So, stop going to men's games. Go to the women's games. Go to both. If you got to pick one, go to the women's games. But go to both. Go to both. I like, <laughs> I, dude. I like the women's games so much because yeah, they're they're really good. They're really fun to watch, mm-hmm. and they're in Reynolds. Reynolds. Oh yeah, Reynolds is amazing. I love PNC, but there's not a bad seat in the house in Reynolds. Mm-hmm. You can be at the top of Reynolds, and it's just still so amazing. It's truly one of the best venues I've ever been in. And, I mean, like, I've been in you, Panther Stadium. You've been I've in been, Cameron, right? I've been in Cameron, yep. Uh, been in, I haven't watched a game in Cameron. I've just walked in there. But still. Um, I, I called a game in the Dean Smith Center on the radio. Yeah, you told I me I was that. color analyst. I wasn't play-by-play, but it was uh, Vance Granville versus UNC's JV team. Yeah. We got, I remember we got you told me trounced. That. Yeah. What? Shout-outs to Kevin Bullock at uh, WIZS in Henderson. He, he works in Rocky Mountain. Yeah, I've, I've been to, you know, the Spectrum Center. Which is a great place, you know, a great arena, and obviously PNC. But, like, Reynolds is just... It's a different feel. Yeah, it's a different feel. It doesn't feel like a pro environment. Which, there's nothing wrong with a pro environment, don't get me wrong. The NBA is my absolute favorite league. But when you're a student going to a game at Reynolds, like, nothing beats it at all. Nothing beats it. And nothing beats NC State women's basketball Very team. true. Very our true. our next game. What a segue. I'm a legend. What a segue. Anyway, our next game you is... You can't be a legend if you say you're a legend. That's only when they asked Paul George say. if he thought he was the MVP. He's like, nah, nah, I'm not the MVP. He's definitely the MVP. Bro, <laughs> come on. That's, but yeah, that's the reason why it's like, you know, when we asked him, he said no. So we have to give it to him. No, now. I'm no, regardless. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, we got UNC on Sunday, though, which they just beat Notre Dame. Nothing to sneeze at. Rivalry game. And Notre Dame is obviously one of the top teams in the country. So. Reynolds is going to be popping. Yeah, look out. Reynolds will be popping. I will be there. And then we have 24th ranked Florida State on Thursday. Yeah, that's a big game, too. That's a road game. That could be, I mean, I don't expect us to lose either of these games. I don't want to get too cocky. But if we lose to UNC, I could also see us losing to Florida State. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous because, you know, losing to a rival at home, that's a big, you know, especially to end a win streak like that, that, that can be big. And then losing, you know, going... To a good team on the road. Never a good recipe after a loss. So I've pulled up our schedule. All right. Our remaining schedule. We got some tough opponents. We do. We really do. Yeah. So we have UNC rivalry game. Mm-hmm. Throw out the records. Except our perfect records. Very, yeah, we'll leave that. True. Yeah. Because we'll, UNC <laughs> don't have it. Yeah. Then we got at ranked Florida State. Mm-hmm. Then we have 18th ranked Syracuse. Then we have 
fifth ranked Notre Dame, and that's the uh, play for K game. Yep. On February eighteenth. I then can't be there because of work. Wake Forest stinks. again, UNC again, number three Louisville, Louisville, and then Miami to close the season. So we could very well lose to Notre Dame, and that still would be a great year. You know, realistically, could we go undefeated for the rest of the year? Yes, we absolutely can. Yeah. Will we? Not. We don't know. We'll yeah. find out. Louisville actually beat UConn yesterday. What? Yeah. Okay, Se- we're not going undefeated. 69. Louisville's 21, uh, UConn's 18-2. and two. That's insane. Very insane. Yeah. Back in my day, UConn never lost. It's Ever. interesting. Yeah, back in my day. Actually, no, freshman year. I remember that upset. Though I forget her name for Mississippi State. Oh she yeah, hit that game. She was like five foot seven. Hit that lefty pull up jump shot. That was sweet. Yeah, but five foot seven in the women's game isn't that small. It's still small. Yeah, but for a point guard, yeah, that's like that's like okay, a maybe six she was foot. maybe she was shorter than that. Okay, let's oh, talk. She may have been five five. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk men's though briefly. Talk about that Clemson game. Clemson game. Yeah. Never, ever give up. Never ever. give up. Yeah, that was good. That was Ben and I were in the student section mm-hmm. behind the goal. We walked up higher to get a great view. One of the best sights I've ever seen. Seeing Braxton hit that shot was so sweet. I thought I broke my ankle again. Because yeah, I thought you did too. <laughs> you were like I did screaming, the... and then you were screaming. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's John's running around screaming, and then I I jumped, which was a big mistake when the shot went in, and then yeah. I just felt this intense pain in my Achilles, mm. and then I was so I was hopping on one foot. Running around after John, screaming and yelling, and then he's screaming and yelling, and then I'm like, ah, I think I broke my ankle. Ah. I was like, okay. And then we were like, uh, you know, trying to get out of there quickly, so we started running, and Ben was like hobbling, and I was just yelling like, let's go, let's go. And Ben was like, let's go, wait up, let's go, wait up. And I was like, oh, sorry, man. Yeah, I forgot you're a cripple. No, I still, I still wear the brace. I cannot jump. I can walk without pain with the brace yeah. on. But as soon as I jump, like... But that shouldn't be a problem for basketball. Wow. Not being able to jump. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But yeah, Clemson, I think that game was just a weird game in general. Markel played great. Braxton hit a shot. A win is a win. Moving on to Virginia on Tuesday. That was a good game played by the Pack. A very tough game played by the Pack. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a tough loss. Very, it was a tough loss, I'm going to say. Because I mean, we could have yeah, won it. We very well could have won it. Both teams shot horribly, but it was more because of good defense than great offense. Like, I mean, obviously Virginia has that defense. Do you know one stat that I really liked? Hit me. We forced 16 turnovers. I did see that. Virginia turns yeah. the ball over so little. Mm-hmm. So little, in fact, they, don't, they turn it over less than anyone in the country. Yeah, that's how they control the pace of the game. It's unreal. We made, yeah, we made good adjustments. For us to have beaten Virginia... I would have told you before the game, we need to speed this game up. We played Virginia's game and, we and almost still beat almost beat them. Yeah, you're right. This is the Final Four. That's a very good point. I am not going to bet against NC State because I can't do that. I'm not going to say we're a Final Four team because a Final Four team wins these games in March. It's not March. There you go. Not March. The Final Four team wins these games in March. So until we win one of these games in late February, March, I can't say we're a Final Four team Yeah, but yet, here's the thing. But I'm not ruling it out. We go 10 deep. When you're playing tournaments where you're, you've just come off your conference tournaments, where yeah. you're playing three and four games in three and four days, yeah. and then you go in the NCAA tournament, the fact that we go 10 deep gives yeah. us a huge advantage. Everyone on this team can really mm-hmm. shoot, except for Wyatt Walker, yeah. and he does his own thing. 
I'm not I, saying that's a bad thing, but nine out of our ten players can hit threes. I'm just worried about the ACC tournament getting that double bye. Yep. Because it's going to be tough. Louisville's probably going to get it. Duke's going to get it. UNC's going to get it. And Virginia's going to get it. Yeah. So we're going to get a single bye. And no team's ever won the ACC tournament coming off a single bye. Now, we could be the first, but... We would need to win those games. We, 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 uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> very good point. Astute observation but, um, on my part. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, teams have won the national championship without winning their conference title. Many times. It doesn't mean, and vice versa. It doesn't mean, I mean, obviously vice versa. But it doesn't mean this as much as people think it does. Like, obviously we want to win that, get that high seed. But, um, I mean, next up, we got Virginia Tech tomorrow. Overrated. Yeah, they got a very efficient offense. But I honestly think that we're a better team. And Virginia Tech has just played a better strength of schedule. Maybe been a little more lucky. Wait, we'll see they tomorrow. Played though. a better schedule than us. I yeah. don't. They've only played like two good teams and got swamped by both yeah, of them. Yeah, so I'm saying they've played a better schedule than us. That's why they're overrated. We've played. They started the season ranked like 11. Yeah, but we you have, have some, no right to that, rank Virginia Tech that. That's high. what I'm saying. They've played an easier. Yeah, very true. Now, I'm saying we've played an easier schedule, and it's helped them obtain their ranking, but it's also helped us get some good wins. So. Yeah, and yeah. I don't, I don't know if they have see. any. They are incredibly efficient, uh, uh, incredibly efficient. efficiently yeah. offensively. That's what I was trying to say. Offensive is a new word. Say. It's a conjugation. Efficient. Yeah, and uh, they're like num- they're number one. They shoot 43% from three. Mm-hmm. As a team, they shoot 43% from three, number one in the country. Their effective shooting percentage yeah. is number one in the country, and their field goal percentage is, I think, number one or top we three in the Clemson country. We held Clemson to zero threes, and they're a three-point shooting team. If we can do it against Clemson... I think we can do it against Virginia Tech. Well, it's just something to watch out for when you go to PNC and you're like, man, they're they're shooting. They're always going in. Why can't we play defense? Because they're the best shooting team in the country. Very true. Very true. And they may not have played good competition except for the teams they lost to. But, yeah, Yeah. that's just something to look out for. Yeah. All right, now let's talk Super Bowl. Okay. Who's your pick and why? Rams, because I don't want the Patriots to win. That's not a no. Give me a better reason. Destiny. Okay. Like, you know, the Eli Manning ones? Yeah. But, like, why Destiny? Like, is there any reason? Because... Like, I don't think Eli was Destiny. I think that was just Eli. Jared Kaufman. Okay. What about him? I'm, I don't know. I'm digging, I, man. I'm wanting, I'm wanting Tom Brady to lose so much, I'm yeah, blocking out my brain okay. in scenarios where Tom Brady will win. You know, I heard uh, an interview with Von Miller that was pretty... Not Von Miller. DeMarcus Ware that was pretty interesting. Uh, talking about Wade Phillips, mm-hmm. who, of course, is, you know, D coordinator for... The Rams, and every year he dedicates a game to his dad, Bum Phillips, mm-hmm. and he wears the hat and stuff like that. And only one game, and he is seven and zero in those games, or his team is, and he's dedicating the Super Bowl to Bum Phillips. And I've I've been you know reading a lot about Wade Phillips this week. He's probably like the coolest guy of all time. I mean, just saying that he's so cool. You realize you do the show with me? Yes. You, you spend time with me. I do realize. And you still this. think Wade Phillips is the coolest guy of he's all time? He's definitely cooler than you. He's cooler than me too. Well, that's just hurtful. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, you have such a fragile self-esteem. <laughs> oh man. But um, my pick, since you didn't even bother no, to ask pick, me, John, what's your pick? <laughs> I. You know, it's song, it's hard. Right? Okay, <laughs> it's hard because. You know, you don't want to look stupid with your pick. I don't care. And like, if you picked, if if I picked the Rams, 
and the Patriots come out, and it's like twenty-eight to nothing in the, Yo, in the first half. Twenty-eight nothing, and then the Rams come back. And okay, then twenty-eight nothing is the Don't interrupt three. me. Don't interrupt me. It's a new twenty-eight. Period. I heard you. Don't interrupt me. If I pick the Rams and the Patriots are like twenty-eight to nothing in the first half, I'm going to think to myself, "What is wrong with you? Why? How could you possibly pick against Belichick in the Super Bowl and Brady in the Super Bowl, the greatest coach and quarterback of all time, and they're on the same team?" How so could you, I am picking the Patriots. Wow. I think the Patriots win in a close game. I think um, Todd Gurley has a ridiculous first half, and I think the long halftime show cools him down. Patriots. I think the Rams are going to get out to an early lead, and the Patriots are going to win the game in the second half. Okay. That's my prediction. 28-27. Oh, game-winning, game-winning field goal, Guskowski. That's the score. That's going to break my heart. Yeah. If, if we're going game, you know, I really don't hate the Patriots as much as I used to. I'm kind of leaning that way as well. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to enjoy the game. I really hope it's a good game. I was thinking about this earlier because um, um, I was talking to you. Uh, I was talking about this with you before the show, but yeah. I saw uh, something on the internet which showed like a little blip about the NFL power rankings, and it was right after oh, Drew yeah. Bledsoe yeah, went yeah. down in 2001, and the guy just had the, the Patriots at the very bottom, 0-2. With Bledsoe out, I don't know if they have any weapons to win any games. Yeah. And like that was two thousand and one, and they went thirteen and three. They had, but what? Yeah, exact. But why wouldn't he have picked that? Because they had Tommy Brady, who couldn't even beat out Drew Hansen Thomas, at Michigan. Thomas Brady, and was the num- <laughs> number one hundred and ninety ninth overall pick. And all this guy yeah. has done in is come into the league, sacrifice money. I, granted, he is married to more money than he has. Very true. But he has he sacrificed money. He puts the team first for the most part. He yeah. does cheat. And um, and he wins. Yeah. And I think part of the hatred of the Patriots is because big, yeah. they're fans. Number one. Oh, their fans are awful. One hundred percent. Not contesting that. But most teams that are really good, their fans are awful anyway. Number two is Belichick. I think Belichick is part of the reason that Brady is so hated. Because if you think about it, everything I just told you about Brady's story is what people love. Like America loves the underdog. This guy wasn't Jared Goff, the number one pick. Out of California. And yeah. he grew up in California. Well, Tom Brady did grow up in California. But he went to school in Michigan. <laughs> but like, yeah. He wasn't the number UM. one all pick. He worked for everything he had and cheated a little bit too. Just happened to get caught. But for some reason, we still hate him. Like if Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees You're very right. won this many Super Bowls, we'd probably hate them just as much or more. We literally only hate Tom Brady because he keeps winning. And I sound just like a Patriots fan right now, and I hate myself for it. Yeah. But I'm just trying to imagine I, if Drew Brees had five Super Bowls, would we feel the same way about him? I used to think Tom Brady was just a jerk, but he, he just he's a genuinely good guy. Like a, he, I saw an interview where he was talking with this kid, and he was like, kid asked him about how to deal with haters. Oh, man. And he was like, what do we say to the haters? We say, I love you. And we say, I hope you have a great day. Because we don't hate back. We love back. And I was like, ugh. I want to hate you so bad, but come on. Like, why do you do this to me? Bro, but, I hope I hope if I'm, like, famous and yeah. having, like, a seven-year-old, what do we do with the haters? We tell them they suck. Yeah, we tell them they suck. <laughs> we tell them to keep hating while I'm Bro, that's kind of what you got to do. Like, like, I know he says that, and that's all yeah. cute and stuff, but in real life, when you got someone that's hating on you, you just got to dismiss their opinion as invalid. And but that's what moving. he's doing. That's what he's doing. But, yeah. Keep moving. Speaking of keeping moving, Joyce Peppers announced his retirement today with a very moving video, 17 years in the NFL, 11 with the Panthers. Probably 
the second greatest Panther of all time? No, definitely the second greatest Panther of all time. Who are you putting ahead of him right now? Uh, Smitty. Smitty? Cam will get there. Cam will be the best Panther of all time. I think Keekly will be. Ooh, that's a good take, too. That's a take. Keekly, when he's done, when he retires, when we have this conversation about Keekly, either in two years or in ten years, depending yeah, on what right. happens with him. You're right. We could very well look at Keekly as one of the best defensive players to ever play in the NFL. He he already is, and so is Julius Peppers. But I he, mean, Julius it, Peppers is fourth in sacks all time. Mm-hmm. First ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I mean, I think Cam and Luke are third and fourth. For sure. And two more years, they will be first and second. If we win a Super Bowl, they will be. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not even close. Not even, And, you know, Thomas Davis is up there as a top ten Panther. Five. Top five. Well, can't think, think of, of anybody. Uh, Ryan Khalil, Jordan Gross, Musha Muhammad. Yeah, exactly. Kevin Green. Nah, he wasn't here long enough. Stephen Davis, D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo, he, yeah, I was thinking about D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo Williams, Greg Olson. Yeah, I think by the time Greg and Thomas Davis retire, they're both going to be top eight Panthers of all time. Yeah. Well, I sure. mean, I kind of hope Greg retires after this year, but that's another conversation. For his sake, maybe. For his sake and our sake. And I'm his love. kids are getting older I too. To coach man. Or in the booth. Yeah, or in the booth. Greg Olson would be the next Tony Romo in the booth. Yeah, because Tony Romo is going to coach the Cowboys after next year. I'm dead serious. When Jason Garrett gets fired, Tony Romo is going to coach the Cowboys. Hot take. Bro, you're talking about— Very hot take. You're talking about Wade Phillips being so cool. I think one of his questions, when they asked him about Tony Romo and how well he's doing in the booth, he's like, yeah, we're going to have an earpiece with him. Yeah, yeah. So he can tell us what the other team is doing. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's—yeah. Let's talk NBA, though. we got seven minutes left. Uh, some of the big storylines. Kristaps uh, Porzingis yesterday. The Knicks announced that he left the impression that he wanted to be traded, and then they traded him two hours later. And, uh, <laughs> what do you think of the trade? Good trade or no? You know, it's very interesting. I A lot of people think that a trade has to have one winner and one loser. I think... That the Knicks, it was a good trade for the Knicks because he was never going to re-sign there. Mm -hmm. And it's a good trade for Dallas because I think he's going to want to play with Luka, and I think they're going to be unreal together, assuming that he's going to be healthy, which I personally think he's healthy right now. I think the reason that he wanted to be traded is that they didn't want him to play because they're tanking for Zion. Can you imagine Zion Williamson in New York? I know that's yeah. that's like a little tangent, but that would be kind of cool. Yeah, but that that's another thing is that if Zion goes to New York, Dennis Smith was involved in the trade to New York from Dallas, so he's now a Nick. Zion and Dennis playing together. What about Frank Telekina? What are they going to do? Telekina still keeping him. Which is he going to play the two guard alongside? He's going to play. Yeah, probably play the two guard with Kevin Knox at the three. But it's interesting because you look at the Knicks and they drafted or they traded for a guy that they should have drafted anyway. They took Nil Aquino over Dennis Smith. Yeah. Why couldn't they have just taken, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but why couldn't they have just taken Dennis Smith and, you know, maybe Porzingis doesn't get hurt? Because it's different. You know, you can't always say. it's uh, Injuries are not a guarantee that mm-hmm. they get better or that they even happen. Something that's getting swept under the rug is that DeAndre Jordan is now in New York. DeAndre Jordan's now in New York because of his expiring contract. He signed a one-year deal. Uh, so is Wes Matthews, expiring deal. I think both of those guys are going to be waived. Do you think Jordan's going to go to the Lakers? I think DeAndre Jordan's going to go to the Lakers. I think Wes Matthews is going to go to either the Blazers or the Sixers because he was a longtime Blazer drafted by them. And Sixers need shooters. Either or. I'd okay. like to see it. But Dennis in New York, I think that's good for him. I think that's awesome. I'm excited to see it. 
I think he needed a change of scenery. Absolutely needed a change of scenery because last year they were like, all right, this is Dennis's team, and then Luca's like the next, you know, great. And they're like, okay, no, it's not your team, sorry. You know, can you play with Luca? Oh, you can't? Okay, let's let's trade you. Let's get you out of here. But I think I think that uh, – So why is it a win for both teams? I mean, okay. New York gave up Kristaps right. Porzingis, yeah. arguably a transcendent talent in yes. the NBA. Yes. Uh, Porzingis, the, the main reason that they traded him was – to clear cap space, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, because you know they traded for some expiring contracts. They got uh, Porzingis uh, to re-sign him would have been expensive. Mm-hmm. They're clearing space for two max free agents next summer. If they only get one, uh, Porzingis tr- uh, signed his uh, like one year qualifying offer, which means that next year, not this upcoming offseason, but the next one, he will be an unrestricted free agent, which means he could re-sign there. That's if true. he wants to, he very could, well could. So the Mavericks are taking a risk. So you think that this was for Kevin Durant? I think that this is for Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving ultimately is a piece to get Kevin Durant. So, yes, I do I do think it's for Kevin Durant. I don't think KD's going to sign there. I think Kyrie's going to sign there. And I think I think that Kyrie's going to sign there, KD is not, and Porzingis is going to re-sign there. I hope that doesn't happen. I would like to see KD, Kyrie in New York. KP stay in Dallas so that, uh, you know, he can play with Luka. Like, Dallas is going for kind of win now because they think uh, KP might be ready. They could go make the playoffs this year. New York cleared that cap space, got some picks. Yeah, uh, got Dennis first Smith. Round picks. Yeah, got Dennis Smith, a good young player. Um, first round picks, 21, 21 and 23, mm-hmm. as in the year. So, we'll see, though. It's interesting. Well, yeah, because a lot of people, when they saw Porzingis traded, what are you doing? Yeah. Anthony Davis also requested a trade, which has thrown shockwaves around the league. We're going to talk about uh, All-Star Weekend next next week uh, and all that stuff. Pretty exciting. It's in Charlotte. Uh, I'm not getting to go, which is a real shame, but tickets are ridiculously expensive. Wait, how expensive? Like thousands of dollars. What? For anything. Yeah, you're not going to be able to go. Wow. Yeah, I, I know. could pay my rent money for that. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Let's talk about rent money. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, AD, I think he's going to the Lakers. I'm not even a Lakers fan, but I wore my Lakers hat today, just so good for good luck because I want him. Why do you want a Lakers hat if you're not a Lakers fan? Because the NBA is about players, not teams. Are you you're so like a LeBron James fan? I like. Yeah, I'm a LeBron fan. I mean, I'm a Hornets fan and a Trailblazers fan, but. I have a lot of teams that, you know, I like to see win. It's not like the NFL. Like, I'm only Panthers in the NFL. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like the Mavericks. I like Luka. You know, I kind of like the Atlanta Hawks. I know we're supposed to hate the Atlanta Hawks, but Trey Young is cool. John Collins. uh, Kevin Herter is probably my favorite player right now. Like, he's a redhead from Maryland. Uh, He's awesome. He's really good. Don't just just hear that and laugh. He's really good. Uh, I like the Thunder. Paul George is my MVP. Even though he said he wasn't? Yeah, even though that's that solidifies it for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're glad to have you back, John. I'm glad to be back. Cause... I know my mom's glad to have you back as well. You're, you're her favorite <laughs> yep. on thank the show. You, thank you, Mrs. Denton. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all for us. We are going to get out of here and let the next next group come in here and give you guys some great music. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back here next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and making us a part of your week. We really appreciate it. Always. I'm Benjamin Denton. And I'm John Hinton. Bye, y'all.